Just before we get started, do you have a business or maybe a staff event coming up, either virtually or in person? Well, why not drop the organiser a line and suggest me as one of the speakers? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk to find out more. You're listening to the Penny Haslam podcast. This time, be a yeti. Oh, she kind of looked at me. She looks a bit cross, actually. I can't do it yet. It was like I'd unlocked something for her that she'd kind of hoped would stay locked. Okay, here's one for you. You can't do something, right? If you can't do it, you can't do it. I mean, you might say, I can't run 5K. And you probably can't if you're saying that. Um, I can't lose weight is another one. I can't stop smoking. I can't ask that person out on a date. Ooh, romance. I can't get together with that senior person for a coffee because they're too senior. Lots of excuses come in. I can't call that client uh, and have that difficult conversation about the contract because it's a bit difficult, isn't it? So I can't do that. There's lots of things we tell ourselves we can't do all day long. Kids do it because they literally cannot do stuff and that's reasonable. They're small and they might say things like, I can't tie my shoelaces. But you will be able to at some point, right? So there's a brilliant word that you can use on all of this stuff that might just change the situation. I'll tell you it in a minute. In fact, I'll tell you through the medium of story, okay? Not song. You'll be glad to, to hear. So I used to be a football coach. No, I didn't. I was a football manager. But I turned up at the training a bit like a coach in a tracksuit because that's what football people do. I don't know very much about football, but I had the right outfit, okay? It wasn't like a Premier League or even a sort of other league type club. It was an under-13s girls football club in the local area that my daughter used to play in. Brilliant football club, grassroots, boys and girls football teams, you know, loads of people, loads of members. It was really well organised and ace. And I was dead chuffed to be part of it because when I was at school, my teachers, my PE teachers said that girls couldn't play football. They weren't allowed. We weren't allowed. Why wouldn't you be allowed? It's just a bit of running around a ball, for goodness sake. Anyway, they wouldn't let us play football. Weird. I know. So when my daughter got an opportunity to play football, I helped her jump at it and I got involved because I recognised that when it came to match time, the uh, 10-year-olds, I think they were at the time, 10, 11-year-olds, weren't very focused. And at that st- that age, I don't know if you're familiar with how they work at that age, but basically they've got no ability to focus or concentrate. And some of them were doing like pirou- pirouettes and plucking leaves off the hedge and looking at it. They were massively away with the fairies. So they needed someone to sort of pull them together on a Saturday. And I thought, well, I'm a motivational speaker. I can probably help them out with a bit of a warm up exercise at the beginning. And then they could do whatever they do. I don't know how they play football because obviously I never learned. And then there was a proper coach as well who used to help out with the technical stuff. So there I am, Monday night coaching, Monday night training, trying to motivate them. Come on, you can do it. It's pretty much all I said, really. Great. Well done. Good shot. Nice. Yeah, that kind of thing. Encouraging. 
And there was one girl who was a bit annoying, frankly. She used to say that she couldn't do anything. And God, it's really awful, isn't it, when you see a young a young person going, I can't do it, I can't do it. And I got a bit frustrated with her. And I said, look, they were learning some dribbling skill or something, some kicking with their feet thing that they do. <clears throat> yeah, football skills. And she kept on running past me with the ball and going, I can't do it. I can't do this thing. I can't do it. And I got really annoyed. I said to her, look, put these three letters at the end of everything you tell me about when you, you know, when you can't do it, just say, I can't do it. And then add Y-E-T to what you're saying. Add the word, and she finally worked it out, yet. Add yet to what you're, what you're telling me. So she ran around the pitch again, the AstroTurf. Floodlights were on. It was a winter session. She ran around. <sighs> I can't do it yet. Ooh, I can't do it yet. <gasps> oh, she kind of looked at me. She looked a bit cross, actually. It was like I'd unlocked something for her that she'd kind of hoped would stay locked. But it meant that she had to try a little harder. And it meant that she would possibly go on to be able to do the skill. Now, I've tried it out on loads of different people and what they tell themselves they can't do. And it is staggering at what it does. It's a really powerful three-letter word. So put yet onto your sentence where you're telling yourself you can't do something. I can't do a 5K yet. I can't run a marathon yet. I can't give up smoking yet. I can't, I can't, I can't yet. And after the yet comes a natural solution to your problem. I can't run a 5k race or whatever yet. I'm going to start by buying myself a really nice pair of trainers. And I can't run a 5k yet but I'm going to Google how I can get started. Okay, so it kind of leads itself on with a maybe three dots in a sentence, dot, dot, dot. What can you do in order to get that sorted? I'm going to ask a friend to help me. I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to get the number for the place that does the thing that I want to do. And the, and, and you can apply it to personal stuff. Yeah, sure, hobbies, um, things you want to achieve. I can't speak Italian yet. I'm going to download an app and pay for it that will teach me. Um, I can't speak Italian yet. I'm going to book a, a holiday to Italy um, and go on a language course, or I'm just going to look at them, or I'm just going to ask for ideas on how, you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be a small thing. Um, so yes, you can use that in your personal life. And I've worked with lots of people in my workshops, my confidence workshops. It takes you from a fixed mindset and you might be a really positive person. You might just go, no, I've got a growth mindset, but there are a few things I say I can't do. There might still be some stuff you say you can't do. I can't speak up at meetings. I can't do a presentation. I can't use PowerPoint slides yet. I'm not, you know, I'm not very good. I can't use them yet. I'm going to spend a bit of time learning how to do it, or I'm going to pay somebody to do them for me and take the stress out of it. I can't record myself on video yet. Sod it. I'm just going to have a go, press, press record, see what happens. You know, there's, it kind of stops this closed cul-de-sac from remaining closed and it opens it all up a bit more.
It's great. But you don't have to apply it to everything, obviously. I mean, I don't like cakes or baking cakes. I don't want to learn how to do it. I can't make a cake. And I'm not going to try. So I don't want to apply the word yet to it. I can't make a cake yet. I'm going to buy one from the shop. There we go. Um, so, yeah, be a yeti. Add Y-E-T to your closed statements. And if you don't apply it to yourself, at least apply it to some young people around you. It's really irritating for them. And that in itself is a massive pleasure. So, um, yeah, okay, I can't stop talking. Yet I'm going to do that now. Goodbye. My third book is coming out in 2024. It's all about confidence at work and in life. And as you'd expect from me, there are lots of stories and ideas to help you build confidence, whether it's for yourself or for others. It might be colleagues, teammates, friends and family. Head to pennyhaslam.co.uk slash confidence dash book.